Welcome to The Filmasteins, the podcast where we discuss all things movies. Join us as we dive deep into the latest releases, revisit classic films, and explore the art of cinema. Whether you're a film fanatic or just love a good flick, we've got you covered from Hollywood blockbusters to indie gems. We'll be breaking down the storytelling, the cinematography, and everything in between. So grab some popcorn, sit back, and get ready for some cinematic magic. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing to our Patreon at patreon.com slash filmasteins. We offer tiers at the $1, $5, and $20 level, where the $20 tier grants the ability to request films for future episodes. This is The Film of Steins, where movies are more than just entertainment, they're an experience. And welcome back to The Film of Steins, your new favorite podcast and the fastest growing podcast in the world. We're still the fastest growing podcast in the world. Can you believe that? Nope. I'm joined today by my gym leader friend, Lucy. She's defeating challengers so they don't get their chance at the Elite Four. What? (laughs) Yeah, you don't play the games, do you? No. (laughs) (laughs) And today we are talking about a movie that you love, that you're pretty fond of. Mm -hmm. Pokemon Detective Pikachu. I love Pokemon, but I don't love this movie. I don't love any Pokemon movie. I don't love the anime either. It's, you know, it's all about the games for me and the little creatures. I don't really care about Ash. I'm glad Ash has finally retired. He didn't deserve 25 years of a show. <laughs> <laughs> he sucks ass. He just, he sucks Ash. Uh, Is that word? No. Mm. Yeah, so how do you want to take this episode today? What are some thoughts on Detective Pikachu? I'm much more interested in what you have to say than me. Well, I like this movie a lot. I saw it when it came out to theaters, so I was really excited to go see it on the big screen. And, I mean, visually, this is a beautiful movie. I think that the um, the colors they have in this film are really vivid, especially, like, um, well, especially the Pokemon, but the um, just the city scene, you know, feels very... Future, futuristic, yeah. kind of lots of neon and screens and feels... Like you, what you might think about as like a future New York City or future Tokyo or something. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think we should talk about the Pokemon themselves for a second. I mean, I I don't know how you felt about them, but I I thought they looked pretty good. You know, especially some of my favorites. Um, Psyduck has always been one of my favorite Pokemon's, and he just looked awesome in this film. You could see like each individual feather he had. So I'm glad how they made him look, you know, there's always these um, like images of people recreating real life versions or hyper realistic versions of Pokemon and I hate those. Yeah. Some of them are just some of them are weird. I mean, I don't know. It looks like they're trying to put them through like a horror filter or something. Yeah. Like all these Pokemon in real life are all apparently horrific, although you know, real critters in the world really aren't horrific. You know, we got your angler fish is pretty weird looking. You got your, your squids are weird and your your bugs and stuff are, some of them are kind of weird looking, but why does a Bulbasaur have to look fucked up <laughs> and something from a nightmare? I don't know. It just does in a lot of these drawings though. I hate those so much. Yeah, they're weird. They're definitely weird. And I mean, these are Pokemon. These are cute. They're supposed to be cute. They're not supposed to be weird. So, I don't know. I feel like maybe just somebody created them. 
and people just went crazy with trying to replicate that. I did like how the Pokemon looked. Obviously, they're all CG, so that's going to be something that I have to battle with. Yep. And that's fine. And they really, I mean, they did uh, a good job. Nothing was offensive in any way whatsoever. They didn't give, you know, a softness like they do in Marvel and stuff. It felt Mm -hmm. very, they tried to make them as realistic as possible. And I have to appreciate that. I really do. One thing I didn't like about the Pokemon, though, was we saw the same 12 or so Pokemon over and over and over again in the background and stuff. We didn't see very many. Yeah. That was a little weird, but that might have something to say just about which Pokemon can live with people, because I would not, I'd be willing to bet most Pokemon can't live with people. An Ursaring, I don't think is living with people, to be honest. You know? I guess I'm a little surprised... Yeah, I mean, mm. Ursaring can't live with people, but yeah. Teddy Ursa definitely can. Maybe, yeah. I guess you don't want him to evolve, so, so maybe, maybe that's the issue. Yeah, I, I wouldn't expect a Mankey or a Primate to live with people, so and I didn't, but I didn't see them there, you know, but or a Rapidash Ponytaws. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't expect them to live with people because they have fire shooting off their backs. That'd be kind of dangerous. Yeah, I guess that's true. You know what I mean? So we saw things like Snorlax and the Machoke, I mean, um, Machamp, and maybe a Machoke. Those guys... The Machoke, the Machop, Machoke, Machamp guys, they make a a lot of sense to me because they'd be so fucking useful (laughs) moving stuff around in the human world. Yeah, but the one that was there was directing traffic. Well, I could also see Machoke, Machamps, Machops being police officers too. (laughs) Oh, that's true. I could see that. They'd be scary police officers, both all three of them. (laughs) You know, and the Snorlax was cool. I like that. That was a little bit of an homage to... Or a nod, I should say, to, you know, Snorlax being in the way, mm-hmm. blocking your path and yeah. stuff. I wish he was small. Was, I wish I there was more, more Snorlax and a bigger Snorlax. Yeah. And we might get one in the future with another movie. It looks like there might be two movies related to this one in production or at least in someone's brain who has money to greenlight a production. But at the same time, we also can't just have every Pokemon all at once on screen because that wouldn't really make a lot of sense for a movie. That's true. We need some restraint there. And so we we probably we probably do get a decent amount on screen. It's just a little disappointing because we see so many cool ones. The Gengar, the Charizard. The Gengar especially. I think he's probably the coolest guy on screen during the underground fight. Yeah. thought he looked super cool and weird and... Just, I loved it. Yeah. That's probably my favorite. The underground scene's probably my favorite part of the movie. Minus the bad guy. He's weird. But I that's what you just kind of expect in this kind of movie. I think that... He's not really a bad guy. He's just the ringleader of the underground, uh, you know, Pokemon fighting scene under there. But he uh, he was just strange. I mean, so many of the characters were strange. In that. I didn't just, you know, it's just... Like any other kaiju movie, we uh, the humans kind of suck. But Justice Smith, he's okay. He's okay. Yeah, he was okay in this. I I I do think this movie. I think this that's the weakest point of this movie, for sure. The the character, the human characters, I should say. Um, just kind of their interactions with each other, and maybe some of the dialogue. I thought the plot 
itself was a decent plot, you know, sure. great plot twist, but maybe could have been executed better, or maybe could have. Um, yeah, the performances were kind of weak, especially coming yeah. out of Bill Nighy, not Nye, Nye, whatever. Nye, Bill Nighy, the CEO of the that company, yeah, whatever Bill company Nye. was here. He especially seemed kind of weak next, like compared to what he has done before. You expect a little more out of him. And the scene that, the little bit that pops out the most to me is just like, what the fuck was that? Was when he was putting his mind in Mewtwo and he was just like, he did what a seven year old would do if they were pretending, you know, if they were trying to act. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I, I just, I don't know. That's fucking, <laughs> that yeah. was weird. And I agree with you. The I mean, from the first, you know, bit of when the movie starts with them, um, Justice Smith, I guess Tim, he's his name is Tim in the film, and his friend are trying to catch that Q bone. And that's 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 a cute little scene, but the, the performances were just not great from the start. Yeah. Didn't get better, didn't improve, so I, I do think Tim's the- performance is probably the best, or Justin Smith's performance was probably the best, which is funny a funny thing to say because he's generally the worser of whatever bunch of people he's in. <laughs> but I think his nonchalantness and his feeling of not wanting to be there actually worked for him because he didn't really want to be there. Yeah, that's true. And I think I feel like he pulled that off actually pretty well. But yeah, that early his friend at the very beginning was it was not good. It was. It was weird. It was a cute scene, though. It's a bit we're like battling, no pun intended, this thing that we're really enamored by. Pokemon's been enamoring people for so almost thirty years now, and it's there's so we just know the potential there, and this taps into you know two percent of it. So we're trying to we're definitely trying to give it something, but it's definitely an interesting example in that because. It's the most, it's like the only look at Pokemon we have through a realistic lens on mm-hmm. some level, with the exception of the little short anime they did called Pokemon Origins, which is very cool. It's like six episodes and it's it's kind of like, well, what if Pokemon was, if there was some kind of lethality involved in Pokemon and there was, and there was kind of a ser- more serious mood. That's what Pokemon Origins is, it's like six episodes, maybe two hours in total. And I do want to say, as far as... I know this isn't exactly an anime adaptation. Live-action anime adaptation. It's adapted from a 3DS game. Or a DS game. Called Detective Pikachu. Basically the same story. Mm-hmm. It's probably the best anime-esque live-action adaptation we've ever had. Because not that that bar is very high. But we've had a lot of those. And they're all terrible right i mean i don't know how many you've seen i've seen probably four or five over the years yeah i'm not sure but they're just they're they're notoriously just horrendous like we got this one piece one about to come out and it looks like all the others i mean i guess the cgs maybe a little better there's like an i guess there's an actual you know there's actual kind of effort put into the powers of the anime characters Mm -hmm. so that's a start right you know, unlike the one we get with Dragon Ball and um, Death Note and Ghost in a Shell, these, you know, these, I guess Ghost in a Shell is probably looked at as the best, I would say, with Scarlett Johansson, but I don't know. They're kind of just all really bad. But I think this one kind of stands out against those just because it doesn't, it's kind of has a self contained story. So I think that helps it. 
unlike most anime in general. It just really isn't self-contained in any way whatsoever. But I do like the Pokemon. I'm And I was surprised the first time I saw it that I did like them. Most 2D things really don't translate to 3D all that well. Mm-hmm. And they these guys didn't in the games. Pokemon, 3D Pokemon look terrible in the games. And they look much better here than they do in the games. Not that they're trying to go for a realistic look, I guess, in the games. But it just, everything, or I should say a lot of them look just weird. Like I told you Typhlosion, one of my favorite 2D sprites. And when they made him in 3D, he looks like a sausage. <laughs> He's like, what happened to my dude? You know, they just, yeah. there isn't, they just weren't intended for that design or for the most part, you know, up until what, Gen 5 or 6. And it shows, you know, because it's just not, that's not what they were meant to be looked at as. And so, you know, some, some of them look fine. Like even Pikachu looks kind of weird in 3D. You know, he's, he looks kind of like a sausage shoe. Like, why is he so cylindrical? I don't know. <laughs> Where's our fat Pikachu from the very first episode? I don't know. You know, but things like, uh, I can imagine an Articuno looking pretty good in 3D. Mm-hmm. Um, Mewtwo looks, he looks okay. What was your favorite part of the movie? I mean, pretty much anything that had a cool looking Pokemon was my favorite. I really liked the Cubone um, in the beginning. The underground uh, fighting ring thing, whatever, was cool. And I guess that's probably some of the coolest because that's where we see the Pokemon being poisoned by the R gas so we see charizard kind of transforming into a crazy charizard so that was pretty cool and then that's where we have that magikarp which magikarp looked awesome and then turned into gyarados so i mean that whole that whole bit was it was cool yeah absolutely yeah we see we see a gengar charizard and gyarados all in that one little scene yeah so that's probably the and the um the showpiece scene really. I forgot what they're called. The speaker dudes. Oh, I like them. Um, their evolution's called Loudred. Um, no, they're Loudred. Oh, what's the evolution called? Expeloud or Expeloud. Expeloud. Okay. So this is Loudred. Yeah, I like. That's funny. We actually see we see him and we see Ludicarlo, I think, which are probably two of my top ten favorite Pokemon. Oh, that's cool. I like them a lot just because, and they're kind of counters to each other, not in a battling sense, but they were kind of like um, Butterfree and Beedrill, how they're kind of complements to each other, I should say. Mm-hmm. They're kind of in that belt, in that boat too, in Gen 3, maybe 4, I think 3. They get all mixed up at some point, you know, there's like yeah. 1,000 Pokemon. Yeah, don't <laughs> ask me past Gen 1, really. That's when they all start mixing. Yeah, that's funny. I mean, it's... I get it. I get it. Gen 1. I know Gen 1 and 2 pretty well. Gen 3 gets a little fuzzy. Gen 4 gets a little more fuzzy. And then after that, everything's Gen 5 to me. <laughs> Is there more than Gen 5? I think there's 8 now. Holy crap. I think with um, I think with Scarlet and Violet, I think that's 8. That might be 9, but I think it's 8. It might be 9. Because Sun and Moon was 7. Sword and Shield actually was 8, I think. So, uh, there's a lot of Pokemon. Yeah, and I have no, um, no experience whatsoever with the games. I do have with, you know, Pokemon Go, but I wouldn't call that a game. Shit. I think 
it's as much as a game as the core games are now because Ash and his friend were doing Pokemon Go stuff in the last show. Yeah, I think that's more of a lifestyle if you're playing Pokemon Go than a game. Yeah. It's like an addiction. Yeah, definitely. There's much more to do in a sense. They definitely drip feed it to you. Oh, Pokemon yeah. Go versus the game, the, the core games, you can kind of get through them. You could do everything you want in the core games in a couple weeks. People are still playing Pokemon Go mm-hmm. starting, and it started, what, six years ago now? 2016, maybe? Yeah, I think it was 2016. I think it was July 2016, actually. This is a Pokemon Go anniversary episode. There you go, folks. <laughs> yeah, this movie doesn't do much for me. It's The story is serviceable right it's it kind of references an interesting thing probably the most interesting thing that's brought ever that's brought up in the whole movie is them bringing up that Mewtwo was created 20 years ago in Escape Kanto that's interesting stuff that either confirms Ash Ketchum is part of this universe or Red and Blue are part of this universe one or the other I know Ash was inspired by Ash and Gary were inspired by Red and Blue but they're not the same, I guess. I think it's I think it's two different universes, right? I don't I guess that's I, what that would imply because they do like they kind of look the same. They have the Pikachu and especially Gary. Gary and Blue look identical, so I don't know. I don't yeah. I don't know why they separated those. Was Red a weird name? Would Red have been a weird name for the main character? I mean, Red and Blue are kind of weird names. Yes, I think very confusing. I mean, if you know, you know, so then there's no confusion there, but I don't know. I mean, we did see Pikachu singing the Pokemon theme song. Which makes me think Ash is the the guy here. Yep. So, I don't know. Yeah, I saw that they're making a, or in the early talks of a spinoff of Red and Blue. So, I don't know. It's just all fucked up. Does anyone even think about the Pokemon lore? I don't know. Is Pokemon lore consistent enough to even think about? I'm not really sure. Yeah, I have no idea. I I mean, what came first? The games? Yeah, the games came first. Then the um anime? Yeah, I guess when you you when you start basing something off a game, you don't have any lore to help you. You kind of have to make it up. So I could see something like that getting lost for sure. And there's so much Pokemon stuff that everyone's probably okay with it getting lost you know i I don't think pokemon fans are die hard pokemon fans lore mongers yeah sure that's what they call them like your harry potter dudes Mm -hmm. or your you know game of throne people Mm -hmm. or your um yeah pokemon people just want they want the bare minimum they just want a serious (laughs) story yeah they don't even they don't have any i guess they don't have any lore to bitch about they just want the story yeah (laughs) Which is awesome. That's what I want. I'd buy a Switch for a, a like an adult Pokemon game mm-hmm. that had real systems, real deep mechanics, and ran properly. <laughs> Didn't run at two frames a second on the Switch like the new one does. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, you heard it here. That's the only game I'd play, though. Someone tell Nintendo. Maybe the new Pikmin. I don't know what they're waiting for. I feel like that's a. That's gonna that would be huge. Yeah. You just need to Zeldify it a little bit, you know? Zelda's had the kitty stuff. Like the kitty ish or you know, the more kitty stuff. But Pokemon only became more kitty, I think. Yeah. 
I can definitely agree. Especially with that. the show. The yes. show is unbelievably, without a doubt, for five year olds. It's. It got really weird too. I mean, you know, the, from what I saw, some of the Pokemon like started talking and they looked very human. Yeah, they be. I don't know when that happened, but at some point, one of the generations became a little obsessed with. And what's the word? Amorphizing and anthropomorphizing, sure. yeah, kind of humanizing the the uh, the structure of a lot of Pokemon. Is I don't like that. Yeah, they were walking upright, upright, and they yeah. had very human like proportions, and it's just not that's not okay. And if I'm not mistaken, maybe wrong. I think a lot of modern Pokemon in the last few generations are created by the U.S. headquarters. So that would help uh, explain the, the like, cutesified. I don't know, cutesified kind of take on them. It's been fights. They fucked it up. For I mean, and it may just be too little, too late because so many of the Pokemon are so fucked up. Because if they're not anthropomorphized, they are deeply inspired by human creations, which I also have a problem with. You have to be very deliberate and you know, scarce with that. You can't just have your iPhone Pokemon. You know, you can't have your TV Pokemon. You can't just have your garbage Pokemon. Your mm-hmm. ice cream Pokemon. Just Yeah. <laughs> what is this? You can you can have some of this, but it needs to be handled much more smartly. And I think all even though, you know, Magnemite is weird and doesn't make a lot of sense as far as like what is it? I think that's kind of an important part of why it works on one level because it's a little, it's too, it's a couple steps removed from being anything in particular. Although it is like these magnetic orbs with two with a couple magnets hanging off of it and mm-hmm. a screw and stuff, and I think it helps just it it kind of reference that okay this is this required humans for it to be created, but it doesn't really have it's not it's not a device, you know. Like the garbage guy is just a pile of garbage. I don't know his name, but he's a he's obviously a muck ripoff, right? And he's a pile of garbage. He's just imagine a pile of garbage with a face. That's weird. That's this. That's I think his name's like stupid. rubbish or something like that. And then you know, muck is kind of a product of humans, sort of. You could kind of look at it through that way, but he's a couple steps removed because he's pollution. And like this toxic thing that he could very easily not have been part of humans, and maybe humans helped him his evolution accelerate. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like, there's like something kind of smartness happening there, I think. And it's like simp, it's like simple, but it's still very clever. Yeah, not simple like a pile of garbage and no cleverness whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree with that. I do like that. Uh, you know, Pikachu in this movie was um, addicted to coffee or to caffeine, really, I guess. That's funny. I like that. That was pretty funny. I don't know how I feel about Ryan Reynolds being Pikachu. You know, I don't. I, s- I saw that they were uh, some uh, Danny DeVito was also up for the role. I don't know how I feel about <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know if there could have been a great Pikachu. So I. I mean, I guess Ryan Reynolds is fine, but yeah, I, I was, yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know either. And then I don't know about the ending either. Like I knew I knew that happened. I knew that was where that was going throughout the whole movie. And I just I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that ending either. Yeah, I don't either. I I like you know how big of a plot twist it was. It was definitely like what? Excuse me? <laughs> I mean you're a very smart individual, so you knew the whole time, I guess. Or you suspected where it was going. I did not. So that was even a big shocker for me to be like, what the fuck? What? <laughs> what just happened here? <laughs> it was funny. I mean, I'm okay with it. This isn't, you know, a very thought provocative film. It's 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 cute. And because it has Pokemon, I am able to forgive. Because it has Pokemon and they didn't do them dirty, I'm able to forgive a lot of the other, you know, crappy stuff in the film. Like the performances from the humans. It would have been awesome if they would have done better. But, you know, it is the first the first of its kind. So we can only hope that they learn from that and make it a little bit better. But it was fun. Yeah, a better director could change this for the better, obviously for the better, but could really elevate this. Because I think there's a lot of potential in Pokemon. If they can go hard on the CG over and over again. It'd be, I mean, it'd be even better if they went through the Dungeons and Dragons route and tried to make as much practical shit as they could. Because, mm-hmm. man, oh man, that'd be sick. Yeah. That'd be sick. And maybe they... Maybe they do. I mean, this movie made a lot of money. Made over $400 million. Holy crap. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Can you guess the budget? I do have my budget guess. Weird, random guess. $75 million. My $75 guess. Million. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because I have no idea. It says here that it was $150 million. $150 million? To make this movie. And it made four thirty-three, So it made decent money. It became, at the time, it became the second highest grossing um, video game movie of all time. And that's obviously been eclipsed about ten times over <laughs> by Mario today. I mean, Mario's a lot better. Yeah, Mario's... It's almost not even fair to put the other video game movies on Mario's level yeah. because there was just there was there was this kind of progression for video game movies. We had, you know, this and that Warcraft movie, Uncharted, Monster Sonic. Hunter, <laughs> if you want to bring that up. I can, you can bring it up, that's fine. <laughs> it's at the bottom. <laughs> but and then you know, that that capped off around five hundred million and then all of a sudden Mario comes out and it makes almost three times that. It's like, <laughs> shit. We we kind of missed the in-between there. Yeah. I'm surprised this movie wasn't a little bigger because... I thought it was pretty big at the time. There was a, a lot of merch when this came out. I mean, and uh, that's understandable. You have Pokemon. That's easy. Yeah, it's easy merch. Easy merch. Those numbers don't suggest to me that it was a phenomenon of any kind, though. Yeah. But... Yeah, the movie theater wasn't packed or anything, so... Yeah. You know, like Marvel. I went to see um, mm-hmm. 
I think I went to see Endgame twice at the movie theater, and each time it was packed, completely packed. It was insane that it could be that packed twice. I mean, I, I guess I, you know, I partook in that, that I went to see it twice too, so. <laughs> it's funny. A lot of people probably did. I don't know if I saw that in theaters. The Endgame one, at least. I'm not sure. Yeah, that film... I think made over two billion dollars. I think I think it might be the highest grossing film of all time. That second Endgame, which is nuts. It's also kind of nuts that two billion's the cap for movies. Two point five maybe, because I think that Spider Man also made over two billion. The most recent Spider Man. Okay. I think those are, and then Avatar is up there. One and two are up. I'm not sure where they fit in that. I think Avatar one grossed more than two, but I'm not. I have to double check that. It's just kind of weird that video games make so much more money. I guess video games are endlessly monetizable, and you go see a movie once or twice, and you spend your twenty, thirty dollars. That's it. And then games, you know, you spend your base forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, and then you buy extra shit over and over and over again. So you end up spending hundred bucks on the game yeah, over the course of true. a year. So I guess it's not. They're not quite really. They're not really equivalent either. So that's crazy. That's still a lot of money. Congratulations. I hope the next one is even better. I do too. I do too. I, I am glad that I did get to see all my favorite Pokemon. So I like that they had that Psyduck kind of be Misty's Psyduck. Mm-hmm. I liked that. That's very iconic. I didn't like the girl. Yeah. All Lucy. that much. She was kind of lame. And then her weird, weird thing she did at the end there where she was running down the streets and I don't know it was just like really fucking awkward I guess because she probably didn't know the CG was gonna land when she was moving around and she like you just did you see that I'm not sure I can't I'm not sure how to describe it she like ran around and she was like saw something and ran back and then she just got herself she just ran into the smoke I think or whatever the, the purple stuff and I don't know it was just fucking weird yeah I feel like a lot of the performances were super awkward that I didn't notice when something was extremely awkward <laughs> yeah those that one and then bill nye sitting in his chair and sw- putting his mind in mewtwo those were the weirdest bits to me yeah and then my next favorite part parts kind of was when the ditto morphed oh that was that, creepy because he had the eyes yes yeah those were weird it i like those i like ditto eyes <laughs> it was super creepy and I like the, uh, I don't remember their names, the giant turtles, the tor, 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 Tortugas? Is that its name? Is it just turtle in Spanish? No way. It might be. Extraterrestrial turtles. I like those guys, too. Those are, those are really cool. Yeah, those, those were Those are cool. my favorite. The, uh, um, that they made them huge, you know, I guess they experimented, experimented on them and. Made him really big. Yeah. I like that, but I don't like that in the context of Pokemon because that's a serious problem. <laughs> You've got, they had several of them, and yes. that's that's a serious fucking problem. You can't, they aren't just going to be, they're not going to be stationary like that for one. Like they're going to be moving about and they're going to be causing, you know, like apocalyptic events everywhere they go. They're going to kill ecologies. That'd be you know? funny. That'd be funny if they're in the next movies and, we hear a little something like that in the background. Yeah, like be, a whole region is all fucked up because of them. Yeah, that'd be super that'd be hilarious. That'd be kind of funny, too, because it makes some sense with the 
because it seems like a lot of the regions are. It seems like most of the Pokemon world is separated by water, so all of these regions are, you know, basically islands, big ass islands, if not a bunch of little islands together. Uh, I guess an archipelago type thing, but it seems like a lot of the regions are completely surrounded by water, and there's a lot of regions, so like, mm. okay. So they could stay kind of stationary on one region and fuck yeah. that up. So we might hear about it, yeah. I hope we go to Kanto, though, in the next movie. I'm surprised that's not where they went first. I feel like it's just kind of... I mean, I know Nintendo. I know Nintendo doesn't own Pokemon outright, but they own quite a bit of it. And I think they own like 25% of the studio. So their say matters, but I'm surprised we haven't seen... I'm surprised we didn't see a Pokemon movie like this sooner. And I'm surprised we haven't seen one blow up like the Mar- the Mario movie. And just because I guess we did have the we had all the animated movies. How many were there of those? Like thirty. I have no clue, no idea. They kept those going. I wonder if those went to theater in Japan because only a couple of them, the early ones, did here. Maybe the first two or so. Did you like that remake they did for Netflix of the first movie? That like it's like a three D CG remake i think i fell asleep when we i think we watched it but i think i did fall asleep so i'd have to rewatch it to give <laughs> you an answer yeah i i did see like the uh like trailer preview thing that netflix does and it looked cool it looked interesting so i don't know if i would have liked it or not i assume i would but yeah I as long as the art style and yeah. the animation doesn't get to you. yeah it's virtually the same movie as far as i remember i think it's maybe shot for shot the same yeah i think so yeah yeah i don't know i i don't know if we could have a pokemon movie they'd have to go really crazy they'd have to make it it would have been expensive insane yeah because yeah. i mean this movie made quite a bit of money though so it may be the beginning of something yeah it may be and it can Definitely get a lot better. It can definitely yeah. take the Dungeons and Dragons route. I mean, and that movie cost that movie cost pretty similarly, right? Wasn't it on the hundred, like the lower end of a hundred thousand? I mean, a hundred million. And it's much more ambitious than this movie. Mine's still loading. Go ahead. <laughs> oh my god! It looks like it cost about one hundred fifty million as well, and they oh. had much bigger names attached to it. So that in production plus talent plus advertising was probably, you know, upwards of three hundred to three hundred fifty million. So it was definitely a much more expensive movie, and unfortunately, it may not have made money. <laughs> that sucks. It, it was a really good movie, and I went with it, you know, with low expectations because of the people that I knew liked it. Mm-hmm. So. Oh yeah, because yeah. And yeah, and it completely ex- completely exceeded all expectations I had. So, well done. I'm. I, that's so sad they didn't make any money, and that you know we weren't there to support it. <laughs> we didn't go to see it. Yeah. I wish we would have, man. I think I even said that in our Dungeons and Dragons uh, episode, which you should go listen to at Patreon.com/slash/Filmsteins. Thank you. That I wish we would have seen this at the movie theater. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Hopefully, hopefully, it did because I'd like to see more come out of out of those guys. 
or out of that world made in that style, maybe not the same group of characters. That's not necessary. That would actually kind of defeat the purpose of it being Dungeons and Dragons, I feel like. Because you would, it'd be kind of cool to help, you know, to, it would be kind of cool to bring a new cast in every time because that's sort of an important part of Dungeons and Dragons is remaking these characters and having fun over and over again. Yeah, Google says that Dungeons and Dragons made two hundred and eight point two million, but is that trustworthy? I know you have a specific website you like to use, but yeah. I don't know what it was called. Yeah, that's probably pretty accurate. They're probably pulling from the same that website, okay. boxoffice.mojo or whatever. Yeah, um, I don't know what why, what I looked up one time that it was. I think it was the Mario movie, but. It was so close to around the time the movie was still in theaters that that would make sense why it was fluctuating a bit. Yeah. Yeah, it's good to look. I think they give a good update numbers on Monday or something. Okay. And so Mondays are good to look after, like shortly after a movie comes out. And then after, uh, you know, a month after the movie comes out, you can just look at that number and be pretty confident in it. And there's always a little bit of a future with these because who was, I don't know who made that movie, but. It's going to go on to make money with, you know, cable network channels and Netflix and whatnot and stuff and subscriptions. So hopefully it flattens out a little bit and makes it worth it for the next one. I have no uh, final thoughts on Detective Pikachu other than it was cute. You know, I'm sure a lot of kids and adults liked the nostalgia. Well, I guess kids can't like the nostalgia or... Whatever word you want me to use here, I know you have a uh, a pickiness about how people use the word nostalgia. Yeah, kids can't be nostalgic. It's like a false nostalgia. No, no, no. I mean, because uh, you say nostalgia has that implication of it being sad. Yeah, the you word. Know? Yeah. No one's no one's sad watching. Pikachu. Yeah, when you're nostalgic for something, you kind of are experiencing a sense of missing for you know a different better time yeah and so there's there's a kind of a melancholicness melancholicness there yes i feel like people miss that and now if i'm in the minority i guess it's just taking on a new meaning (laughs) yeah i don't know what other word to use here besides nostalgia but you know no one's sad watching detective pikachu no one's sad looking at these cute pokemon but yeah, I'm sure they liked it. Cute movie. Glad it made money. Hoping for better for the next time. Do you have any final thoughts? No, I just, I hope the sequel sequel, I don't know if it's, it looks like there's two things in the pipeline, but I hope the sequel sequel is not just a sequel to Detective Pikachu. It was not, I hope it's not Detective Pikachu 2. I hope it's something else that, Maybe maybe has to do with Justice Smith, but not Detective Pikachu too. Like maybe he picks up Pokemon and goes on oh, adventures or something like okay. that. That yeah. kind of thing. I hope it's not Detective Pikachu too. And the other one is supposedly uh, Pokemon Red and Blue or something like that. And so they assume that will hundred percent be a a saga of some sort where we see Red as the main character and going going through the eight gems and Kanto, which would then maybe compete on some level with the Justice Smith one I just said, but I don't I don't know because why you know if that just 
might get confusing from a production standpoint. Like, why are we doing the same movie with two different characters at the same time? So I'm not sure, but I mean, I would rather the red and blue one if I had to choose, if I could choose. I'd rather no more Justice Smith ones. It's fine. We had we had it. We're good. We don't need more. We no more Ryan Reynolds. No more talking Pikachu. Let's get Meowth in the fold. Jesse and James, although they're not in the games, I know maybe they can be still somewhere in the Red and Blue series. That might happen. But all right, that'd be cool. Uh, I mean, this could be. You know, I know Nintendo is about to start making big moves in the movie world. Obviously, after Mario, they're about to put a lot of money into the movie world. So I could see a proper, really amazing Pokemon movie coming out. Maybe completely unrelated. Maybe not. Maybe not made by Warner Brothers. But although they seem to kind of have a relationship because they've distributed other Pokemon stuff here mm-hmm. in the states, so the, that relationship will probably stay up. But there's, you know, there's obviously going to be a Zelda movie, I would imagine, and I can only imagine there's going to be a Donkey Kong spinoff. For sure. So, and another Mario Brothers, obviously. So, I think we're... We might be in interesting hands here in the next five years with Nintendo property movies. So, we will see. Yeah, I'm excited. Sort of cute movie. I give it a... Pretty cute. mm, Pretty cute. 1.5 on my letterbox. Holy shit. Yeah, I'd probably give it a 2. 2.5, because... The Pokemon were just too good. Yeah, CG just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, enough. CG never does it for you. Yeah. Proper animation will do it for me, but CG just won't. It doesn't really carry any weight for me. I do like the Gengar again. He's very cool. He'll probably be the thumbnail of this episode. <laughs> Not ditto with the beady eyes. Well... Yeah, we'll see. Might be. <laughs> I might can't be wait the, to see. It might be the ditto. That's a good point. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening to this episode. It was Pokemon Detective Pikachu is is it worth a watch? It is on Hulu. If you got that, you know. But don't you know? Don't go to don't go out of your way to go see this film in any way whatsoever. Yeah, agreed. Wait till it comes on the streaming platform for free. Yeah, it should be on something by at this point, at, yeah. at any given point in time. And then, you know, you can always bootleg it. Until next time, take care. Take care. Bye-bye. And that's a wrap for today's episode of The Film of Steins. Thanks for tuning in and joining us on our cinematic journey. We hope you enjoyed our discussion and gained some new insights and perspectives on the world of movies. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform, especially Patreon at patreon.com slash And follow us on social media for more film-related content. We love hearing from our listeners, so if you have any feedback, suggestions, movie recommendations, or book recommendations, please feel free to reach out to us. Until next time, keep watching and keep loving the magic of movies. This is The Film of Steins, signing off.